Hello. Hi. Welcome to I, I Have, have a, strange a Strange Story, story podcast. podcast. Um, this is the podcast where two sister- sisters woo, retell people's strange and paranormal stories <laughs> and experiences. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. And this is that podcast. So what are we? We're joining today. Is this episode 124? It is. Yes. Um, episode 124, and I don't think that I have anything else to say. I'm just, (laughs) it feels very unnatural and not really flowing. I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah, we've been kind of out of the flow for a while. Like we haven't done this and now we're doing it every other week. So it's, 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 it's going to take a little bit of adjustment, I think. To get back into the groove yeah hey did i tell you that i brought a mirror into this house that was by the trash can yes you talked about that last time yeah i think i may get rid of it (laughs) (laughs) you getting some bad vibes off of it well i just thought about it and how it's there because it's looking at me right now and i couldn't Uh talk and i didn't have anything to talk about so i guess i was gonna naturally blame it on the mirror being inside but who knows did you hang it up or anything Mm, it was it's an it looks like old-fashioned it's like it has a stand oh. and you can and then the mirror is still like body length but you can oh. turn it and so if i turned it then it would just be the back of the mirror facing me it's cool right like who threw it away yes. why did they throw it away <laughs> is the better <laughs> question <laughs> yeah did you like do a smoke clearing or anything like I that i did i did um, so I don't know, but it's, it was an interesting mirror. It's why I took it, but why did they throw it away is the question. I thought they threw it away because the person moving out was a young woman who I assumed was moving in with her boyfriend that I always saw her with. And I was like, mm-hmm. maybe they were like, we don't need this. We don't have room for it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, throw it out. But that's the story I made up in my head to make myself f- feel better about taking it. Yeah. So any, I don't know. Do you have any weird stuff going on? Um, let me think, gosh, you know, we had weird, um, weird stuff happening last night with our phones and with, um, YouTube and trying to use the TV. Like, yeah, Mike's phone went nuts last night and it just completely froze and turned off by itself. Mm -hmm. And he had to restart it, but it wouldn't let him do anything. And it was just like frozen. Um, Mm. and then something else happened with my phone a few minutes later and then we were trying to watch stuff on YouTube, but YouTube just kept freezing and wouldn't play anything. Hmm. So, I mean, that's probably the weirdest thing that I can think of. We always hear noises, but we live in an apartment, so we just dismiss it. Yeah. Um, it's hard to to tell. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think I ever told anybody about what someone told me happened in my apartment. Did I ever talk about it on the show? No, I don't think I did. Cause it was, it was during the time when you and I had kind of taken a break from the show, but Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and share it with the listeners. Okay. So I had taken my dogs out and I was throwing their poop away. (laughs) And a woman, (laughs) a woman who I'd seen a couple times walked up to me and she was like, Hey, are you enjoying your apartment? And I said, I am. Thank you. And she was like, is there anything weird happening? And I, I just looked at her and I said, my apartment is haunted, isn't it? And she said, it is. (laughs) 
And I said, okay. I said, well, I thought maybe there was something weird because there was the day that I went outside to take my dogs and I was standing outside of where our um, patio was. And we have these lights that are strung up. You have the same lights to where you can um, have like a theme going on with certain colors turn on or whatever. And it was pride month. And so it was rainbow that we had on. And I was standing outside. It was time to turn them on. I wished they were on. I turned around and they came on. And I thought to myself, oh, Mike must have wanted me to see the lights on. So he went back and turned them on to me on for me because that's something he would do. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't think anything of it. Um, then I ran in the lady and I was like, yeah, I thought maybe something had happened because those the lights turned on one night. She was like, yeah, you're the apartment with all the lights. So the other issue is, is that we have like LED lights in our kitchen Mm-hmm. that we have above the cabinets that we leave on. And then we have a Christmas tree that has all the, like we have a lot of led stuff. Right. But yeah. the woman was like, you're the apartment with all of the lights. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Right. Yeah. So then, um, she was like, yeah, uh, the girl who's there, her family misses her very much. And I said, well, that makes me so sad. And I said, was, did something bad happen? And the woman just stopped and she was like, yes, something bad happened to her and her family misses her. And I was like, okay, that was the end of the conversation. She was like, are you upset that I told you? I was like, no, I'm not upset. I was like, I thought there was something kind of weird. It's okay. Um, and I was like, you know, I'll talk to the girl. And so like I came in and I talked, you know, I didn't, I don't know if I talked to her or not, but I tried to have a conversation with her about how everything was okay. And that she was welcome as long as we were all respectful to each other, you know, all that shit. So then I got to thinking and I was like, this is so weird. Like I'm very concerned. So I looked up deaths in apartments and I, I don't remember what criteria I put in, but my complex came up immediately and there was a young woman who was murdered by her boyfriend in her apartment. Um, and then it hit me that the woman I think was telling me that the woman I was in that apartment, I was in the apartment where the woman had been murdered. And I wasn't scared or creeped out or anything. I just felt really sad for this poor woman. Um, and I'd actually, my, Mike, my boyfriend talks to the maintenance people a lot. Like he's really close with them. So we happened to run into one of the guys who's been here a long time. And I was like, Hey, was somebody hurt or murdered in our apartment? And he paused and he was like, it's not yours. It's another building. And I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) Um, and he told me where it was and he told me the whole story behind what had happened. And so, um, yeah, the poor woman was murdered here and it's very unfortunate. And I don't think it was my apartment and I don't think she's trapped here. Like I do think that she has crossed over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it was just a real startling discovery for people, for someone to say that to you and have you look into it or whatever. But I do still think there's something weird with my apartment. I just don't think yeah. it's that girl. Yeah. Um, that's that follows you everywhere. My other apartment in this complex was haunted. Like mm-hmm. Mike and I have talked about it several times. And there was the one time that there was the bang on our door and he, and it was, it was like one in the morning and he was like, should I open it? And I said, no, I said, don't open it. And he was like, do you think it's someone? I was like, I think it's a spirit. Oh, it wasn't. It was, we heard a bang and then we heard a pebble hit our door. It was like your a bedroom tiny, door or like your, the, no, the front door. 
There was a bang, a loud bang in the apartment. Our floor shook and it was enough Mm -hmm. for us to text our neighbor. And we were like, did you see, did you feel that? He was like, I have no idea what y'all are talking about. Our whole floor shook because the bang was so loud. And then we heard a pebble thrown at our front door. And I was like, don't fucking answer it. We're on the third floor at the time. So we didn't answer it. But I was like, it could be a spirit trying to get in. Yeah, that apartment was crazy. This one isn't haunted, but anyways, that's my story. Um, so un- there was unfortunately a woman who was hurt in this apartment. It was in it was years ago. I think it was like twelve years ago that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that's all. I don't even know if we'll put that in the podcast. It's kind of a long story <laughs> that went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would want to hear that. You think you so? have an? I think that you have a weird connection to the paranormal. Not weird, but just a more attuned connection to the paranormal because you always this stuff always happens to you like you don't always end up in somebody's murder department but you usually end up in in areas where there is high activity it's weird yeah but i'm not in tune to it like i haven't figured out how to tune into it yet it just kind of happens around me and i'm placed in it you know what i mean yeah yeah um i've been looking at a reiki which isn't connected to that but whatever anyways do you want to hear my story (laughs) yes okay (laughs) so I actually sorry my cat keeps hitting my wires do you know what that's like to have a cat who won't stop messing with something while you Mm -hmm. stop it yeah my cat Kiki is constantly knocking stuff off of the countertops and then she'll also like chew on the wires and she does it just to get our attention Uh, just to get your attention that's what she does that's Mm -hmm. what lily does too she'll do it a lot to the blinds anyways okay so i have a story that is allegedly a doppelganger story but i don't think that's what it is and we're going to go more into it um into what the possible theories are um Mm -hmm. but this is actually a story that was made famous uh by a writer who wrote about the experience in a book um and the book was called uh, footfalls on the boundary of another world And it was published in the 1800s by a man, and he included the story. He had heard the story um, from his daughter's friend who had a direct experience with this person. So this woman's name is Emily Sagey, but she's also been known as Emily Saget. Um, So there's two different names, and she's French. And she was born in the 1800s. (sighs) So this story takes place... The experience happened whenever Emily was 32 years old. So this was a smart, well-liked teacher who had had several jobs as a teacher at several different locations. And um, everyone she worked with really liked her. But this was her 19th workplace in 16 years. So she's 32 years old. This is her 19th job. Um, And so it already seems a little weird, like something is up. Um, So... What was happening is that this woman would be in class and a ghostly figure of herself would also show up during class. She couldn't see it, but all the students that she was teaching, as well as the other teachers, could see this ghostly, like appearance of her and what it would do is she would be writing on the chalkboard her back would be to the class and this other person who looked just like her would show up and mimic and do exactly what she was doing so there was nothing really like sinister 
or or anything like that about it. It's just fucking weird that this other body would show up, right? And mm-hmm. so then there was another time. So that happened in front of about seventeen girls who witnessed that this happened. Um, and she the this what they're referring to as the doppelganger would also be seen around the school. So sometimes she would be sitting and eating her lunch, and this ghostly figure would be next to her eating her lunch at the same time. And this wasn't just reported by a few people. This is reported, like I said, it would be rooms of girls who to report what they had seen um so let me see here what is sitting there okay um one time she was helping a student get dressed for an event that was happening at the school so it was some type of special uniform or something and so as she was helping like pull down the dress and fluff the dress out it's a different time period um another the other ghostly person who was her showed up and also started to help this young girl with her dress and the little girl just passed out because she was so overwhelmed and scared by what she had seen (laughs) oh Um, my gosh i know so the most talked about incident that they have with this woman emily is that she was out in the garden working in the garden um had been tending to it for some time and then there was a classroom full of 42 girls and they had their teacher the supervisor was in the classroom with them um and the supervisor left And Emily just kept working in the garden. And eventually Emily came in and just sat down while the teacher was gone and sat down at the front of the class and was just looking at the girls. And the girls didn't think anything of it until one brave girl looked up and saw that Emily was actually still in the garden. And they all looked up at the front and saw Emily sitting there. So they were seeing two of her at the same time. So one of the little girls walked up to the the Emily that was in the classroom and they reached out and touched her and allegedly her hand went through Emily's hand and there's two different uh versions of the story one version is that as her hand went through emily's hand that it felt like cobwebs like a ton of cobwebs and then the other person the other story i heard was that it felt kind of like a bunch of towels or laundry or something that her hand was going through um and so that was the most famous um story because there were 42 young girls who also backed it up saying that they had all seen it as well um so Emily couldn't answer for why this was happening because she couldn't see this other ghostly figure of herself. Only uh, other people could see it. So eventually, just like at all the other schools, she was fired. So she was a good teacher. She did a lot for the young girls. Everybody seemed to like her, but they would always have to let her go because the kids would be scared. And then there would be a lot of complaints from the parents about this like ghost that was following her around. Um, so there wasn't really an explanation for it, but in the book that wrote about this incident, they just referred to it as her doppelganger. And, you know, if, if we're talking about doppelganger in terms of somebody who looks like you, uh, okay, like I understand that. But typically doppelgangers are known as like your evil twin and they're trying to take over your life and they're usually very sinister. What was noted is that whenever the doppelganger would show up, Emily would look really drained and really tired and sluggish and couldn't really move. And as soon as the doppelganger disappeared, she would be lively again. Mm. And again, I was like this, it just doesn't sound like a typical doppelganger story because the the objective would be to kill Emily 
so that they could take over. And there were Emily couldn't even see it. There were there was no violence. There was nothing against her. Um, did it kind of ruin her career? I guess it did because it followed her everywhere and she couldn't keep a job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see that, but it wasn't really taking over her life. I, like I said, I can see why it's doppelganger, but it's not classic doppelganger in my opinion. So I was curious what the other um, theories may be. And I think there's a, a couple of different theories that fall into paranormal, psychic, um, estorealism, I think is, I don't know what that term is right there. <laughs> but either way, there's a couple of different explanations for what people think could be happening. Um so as far as paranormal, um, some people think that it could be, uh, your soul or your spirit leaving the body. And then it's really, really old solar spirit that comes out. That's, um, that can be seen. And so some people were saying, well, maybe it, it was her soul or her spirit that would come out. And it was so old and advanced that it had the abilities to do that. And I can see that she was tired and exhausted and when it would leave and then it would be lively if it went back in like that makes sense to me. Um, another, maybe it's a bi-location thing, um, where she could project an image of her, her physical body somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So with the whole incident in the garden, when she was asked about it, she actually said she felt overwhelmingly like she needed to go check on that classroom of girls, but she didn't. And she stayed in the garden, but her, something showed up to sit in there with the girls. So that makes me think that's a little bit of a psychic ability there. Like maybe Mm -hmm. she was manifesting this other side of her that she had so much going on. She could manifest this physical energy to take over and do something for her. Right. So like, I kind of see that part to me, that makes more sense than a doppelganger at this point. But that's my opinion. Um, and then there's the idea of like astral project projection, like out of body experience for her, um, where her body would separate um, her, her from her physical body and it would allow her to travel outside and, and do other things in the universe. So that's that's very closely aligned with the psychic. And then there's also the idea that um, it's almost like parallel universes to where it would actually be her in another um, dimension that would somehow manifest manifest in her current dimension to be doing something. So maybe in another dimension, she did make a decision to go check on the girls in the classroom while she was in the garden. And somehow those dimensions, they collided and then she showed up in their parallel universe. Um, which I think is also another explanation. Something with her is she had, she was in tune with something else that other people were in tune with. She may not have understood it or maybe she did. Um, and she could take care of herself with it. I don't know. Maybe she could see it, but she didn't want to tell anybody she could see it. Like who knows? Um, but I think it's very interesting and it's a very interesting way to look at about how she got to where she was and why these things were happening to her. Um, but then at the end of the day, whenever people found out about the story and really started looking into it, they couldn't find that she actually existed. Oh my God. So like they looked for her. So the person who wrote the book was a Scottish man. She was allegedly a French woman. And like I said, she had two different last names. 
there was Seji and then there was Sajet. And so there was a Sajet family that was found mm-hmm. um, in France around this time, but they couldn't find her. And so like there's no official records of her, but there's all of these reports of these interactions with her. Um, so it's so really weird. left a lot of people baffled, right? It's kind of like, did this happen or did it not? Like, this, well, like yeah. it's like the Mandela effect. Uh-huh. It's like she yeah. existed at one point in time and then she didn't exist. And it's that's not necessarily the Mandela effect. Like it's, you know, things are things that we remember in from our childhood or our past are completely different from what we are as an adult, like what we yeah. know in our mind. Yeah. Um yeah, so so I feel like maybe she did kind of finally collide into a parallel universe like she mm-hmm. went you i mean we have i think that we have parallel universes colliding all the time and things uh-huh. change and for her it was like she, maybe she just stopped existing because she wasn't so like she didn't exist anymore yeah oh my gosh dude that's a really cool way to think about it yeah and there's no other stories about her like this mm-hmm. is it this mm-hmm. like after this, there was no follow up. Nobody knew what happened to her, or where she ended up. Um, so, anyways, and I, you know, I didn't do much digging to find any other information about her historically. Like, I kind of yeah. left it here because I actually started looking for the that man's book because I I thought his book was really. But what did I say the name of it is like the the something about you know a footprint. Yeah, it was a cool. It was a cool title. It's like right. I was gonna yeah. look for it on Audible. Okay, so the name of the book again was um, "Footfalls on the Boundary of Another World," which is what I she like was that. doing. Like Definitely. whatever that was, it was on the, like the cusp of another world. Right. So. I think that this has been erroneously labeled as a doppelganger situation in which it, it realistically it could be maybe the doppelganger was almost like gaslighting her in a way, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm here, but I'm not here. I'm going to make you lose all your jobs. You know, I'm going to drive you away so that you go away and then I can take over. But mm-hmm. there was all the other parts like that. She appeared exhausted when it would be there. Um, that, it went and sat in the front of the class and she admitted she had a strong urge to go sit in front of the class, but she didn't like those things make me think it's not a doppelganger. This is, we're talking like parallel universe, soul searching, like whatever type of thing going on here. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. That's it. Wow. That's wow. my story I, about Emily. I like that story. It, yeah. I, um, I've heard about it before. I didn't know her name, okay. but I, I do remember listening, like hearing about it, but I, I don't remember quite as much detail as you put into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I like your perspective on it too. Just thinking that it's not like just a, an evil entity that it's, it's part of herself. Yeah. I think there's usually way more to the story, but actually some of those theories and there were additional theories that were listed and it was on a a website, uh, called mystery, (laughs) called (laughs) mysteries unsolved. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) (laughs) It was called mysteriesunsolved.com. And so if anybody wants to check it out, they actually have more theories listed and I was way too lazy to write them all down after a while. (laughs) I was like, they just keep going. And so like I quit writing them down, but that's where Mm -hmm. I got some of the information about the different theories. If you look her up online, the stories that I told are basically, they're the same stories across the board. I couldn't find anything different besides how she felt when they touched the the ghostly entity of her whether it Mm -hmm. felt like towels or it felt like cobwebs that's so cool yeah i think it was probably cobwebs yeah yeah i would i would assume cobwebs 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 oh no have y'all ever seen drop dead fred yeah No panties. <laughs> it took me a long time to understand what that meant. Cobwebs, I know. Right? Yeah, as a kid, uh-huh. I didn't get it. I just remember no. laughing. That, that was for the adults, ladies and gentlemen. I guess it's not. I guess it was a chill or a, an adult sh- movie. Mm-hmm. I think we all thought it was a kids' movie growing up. Drop Dead yeah. Fred. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we saw it as children. We really enjoyed I it. I loved it. It's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. I Sometimes I call Lindsay snot face because of that movie. <laughs> or anytime there's grapes around, we'll say, she did it, the one of the grapes. <laughs> yeah, watch that movie. You'll like it. Snot face, you are looking gorgeous or fabulous or whatever he says. No, no. Yeah. That's a good one. It is a good movie. Anyways, I know that you also have a story to share because that's the way the show goes. That is the way the show goes. So I have I have a story to share. Okay. <laughs> and this is uh, somebody's personal experience, but it it kind of relates to yours as well because that's it weird. Is, it is really weird. We don't plan this, you guys. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh Things just happen. But it's about a, a mimicking voice in a house. And so this this person lived in this house. I'm gonna call them a he. I didn't ask okay. pronouns, but they did mention that they were a little boy at one point. So I'm just gonna say he. And I'm sorry if I messed it up, but, um, so some background, um, this guy has had paranormal experiences, um, off and on as a child and has always felt like a a connection with the paranormal realm. Mm -hmm. And, um, this experience had other, this experience that happened in this house had there, there were other things that had happened, but, um, never another one like this one. And so a few years ago, they had lived in this, um, this, this house and he had been struggling to go to sleep a lot. And so he would stay up late and read till like two o'clock in the morning. And then of course you have to go to the bathroom and, um, the way that his house is designed is he was on the second floor and the bathroom was down a long hall and he had to pass the staircase to go down. And so he got to the bathroom, did his peepees, poopies, potties. Yeah. Everything was fine. <laughs> but then he noticed that, like, just mentally he took a note that the room seemed really cold. The water was really cold. And the water coming out of the tap had, like, a brownish tinge to it. Ew. And so he was just like, I'm just going to make a note of this and tell my parents tomorrow. Um, and then... So as they're leaving the bathroom, thank goodness nothing happened in the bathroom, right? Like, you do not want to be traumatized in the bathroom. No. Very vulnerable spot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so on the way back to the room, they had to pass the staircase again. And as they were passing it, um, he heard his mom say, Harry, come downstairs. Me and dad have a new laptop for you. And this was at two o'clock in the morning. <sighs> yeah. And oh just, my. yeah, he said that he was just filled with sheer dread. It flooded their, his body and he's, he started trembling However, and um, he started trembling and sweating, but the temperature was was low. It Mm -hmm. was really cold. Um, And the only thing really running through their mind was um, at the time was that this is not my mother. If I go down there, I'm going to die. Yeah. And so he took off to his bedroom like a child, he said. Um, And then he even waited a couple of days to bring up the what he heard with his parents because he didn't even want to acknowledge what was going on and so he just was like hey did were y'all up at two o'clock in the morning and had a laptop for me and they were like no of course not and so he didn't really bring it up again and um that was the um that was the only time that happened but just about the mother's voice he said that it didn't sound like their his mother's voice. He said it was his mother's voice. It was like somebody took her voice and used it to to lure him downstairs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um and then um just some other things that have happened to him kind of growing up is that um he would see a shadow man in in this house. Um, and he said that whenever he was a child, he would always be super adamant to his parents about making sure the windows were locked in his bedroom, that the curtains were drawn. He wanted a lock on his door because of the shadow man, but he was a child and they were like, we're not going to put a lock on your door. Yeah. So, um, and so that was something that happened. But then he also said that, um, his mom, which just recently told him about this, would have this reoccurring dream of going to his sister's bedroom where they shared a room and looking in and seeing a shadow man at the end of the at, in their bedroom and he said that as soon as the shadow person would look at his mom she would wake up from the dream but this was something that happened quite often and then <laughs> he's also had another experience with um uh, whenever he was snorkeling and he said that it was so strange that he was out in the water snorkeling and he heard a little girl just say his name. He said that he can also pick up like the intention of the spirits and the entities around him. And he said it uh-huh. didn't sound like it sounded kind of desperate, like they needed help. But it wasn't he wasn't scared or anything. But he hadn't he didn't hear anything else after that. It was just his name that was being called while he was underwater. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if somebody drowned there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last experience that he decided to um, let me share was that, and I thought that this was, I thought maybe this was an outer body experience. But what he said was, like, it was Christmas Eve, and he had really wanted a guitar for, for Christmas. And he woke up in the middle of the night, and saw a guitar on his wall, like the outline, like it was leaning up against the wall. And he could see the design on the guitar. 
and he could see, you know, like the hole on the guitar. He said there was a, um, a design around it. He got up to go touch it, and then, uh-huh. like, he couldn't grab it. The next day, he had that guitar. Like, that was waiting for him under the Christmas tree. Okay. And I had asked him if he thought that he had any type of psychic abilities or if he could astral travel or anything like that, have any type of outer body experience. And he said no, but he did experience sleep paralysis a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like that is kind of one, it doesn't necessarily have to be a step, but that is something that you often hear in people that are able to astral travel is that they do experience a lot of sleep paralysis and unfortunately with with that part of it I feel like you do get visited a lot from shadow people and shadow men and stuff like that but yeah I think that there's more to his story too yeah but these are some of the kind of the highlights and they were the ones that he was allowing me to retell and they're all so fascinating yeah I think there's so a couple things, I think there's a correlation between like sleep paralysis and having all these other experiences, these paranormal experiences. So mm-hmm. the difference is, is that we aren't saying that just because you have sleep paralysis means that you will experience these other things. It's right. just saying just because you have sleep paralysis, there's a likelihood because typically people who have sleep paralysis do have these other experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the other thing that I think is weird is the, cause I can relate to it is him hearing his mom's voice and saying, it didn't sound like it was, it was her voice. Right. And I don't know if you recall how often I would be mm-hmm. like, Hey, did mom call us? And you'd be like, no. And I'd be like the fuck. Cause I would clearly hear mom call me. And mm-hmm. I was always walking out in the living room saying, mom, did you call me? And she would always be like, no, I didn't call you, but it was constant for me growing up. And then even as an adult, I experienced it somewhat Mm -hmm. where I would hear mom call my voice and I'd be like, mom isn't even here. (laughs) This is my house and I'm an adult, (laughs) but it's kind of weird. I mean, and I can understand what he, how he may feel because it, it's, it was mom's voice. It didn't sound like it. It was her calling me. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you ever respond? Like, did you ever go somewhere and see that she wasn't there? all the time it was constant that I would go see and she wouldn't be there yeah that's so weird yeah um so I can kind of understand how he feels I never had sleep paralysis I've never had it never I've had it I had a lot in my 20s yeah yeah I've never had it I don't know what it feels like I don't want it I don't want to experience it um Gosh, what else was there in his story that was interesting or relatable? I mean, it's all interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of but, shared experience so, of the shadow people. Yeah. In that same house. But there's the there's the question of whether or not this is a poltergeist or not, or whatever else it could be that's calling his voice. And I think, but so before we did start, we did, I did ask you, so just to clarify, we don't tell each other way ahead of time what we're doing. As soon as we call each other to start the show, we'll say, hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I think whenever I, I asked, what are you doing? You were like, well, I don't know. There's the voice calling. Could a poltergeist do that? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's a poltergeist, but it's um, the same thing that would happen to me. And I think when I was younger, I would say it was a poltergeist, 
But when I heard you tell it, somebody else's story, I was like, no, you know yeah. what I mean? I do know what you mean. And huh. like a poltergeist, what is that? A noisy ghost? Like they make a uh-huh. lot of noise yeah. and, they cause, and sometimes they cause things to move. So this wasn't necessarily that, but, and, but it, to me, it's like more of a mimic thing. Yeah. So I, I can relate to this more of being maybe a doppelganger. Um, but instead of seeing like your, um, parents image or you hear them and, um, and, and that's still a mimic in my opinion. It just seems sinister. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, Uh yeah, it's, it's a lure into something not good because nothing good is going to happen at 2 a.m. in the morning when someone tells (laughs) you to come downstairs. You know what I mean? And so that seems really odd. And I, I mean, you know, I don't think poltergeists ever have good intentions either, but I'd never, I, I don't recall hearing anything about the mimicking of voices from, from ghosts Mm -hmm. or poltergeists or whatever. I've I've heard of mimicking voices, um, and I have I think I retold a story of um, or maybe I read it where a um, like some somebody's doppelganger came to the door, uh-huh. like they could see that it was their father, and yeah. it just wasn't. Yeah, and I think that I feel like that they were confronted. And the question about that then is, because what I think I recall is that the, they they confronted each other, maybe mm-hmm. like they chased them or they saw them and they ran after them or something, and then one came back. And you kind of wonder like... Who was it? Who was it? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what this reminds me of? What? So I was thinking about this. Um, are you afraid of the dark? You can stream it now. Oh, cool. And so I started streaming it. And then I remembered the first time that you and I were ever fucking introduced to doppelgangers. And it was, Mm -hmm. are you afraid of the dark? Tia and Tamara. Do you remember those two girls that were twins? Mm -hmm. They were on that show, Sister, Sister. They were on, are you afraid of the dark? And it was about an evil doppelganger. Oh, cool. And one of the sisters is evil and tries to take over her other sister's life. We learned about it at such a young age, but they didn't introduce it to us as doppelgangers. They were calling it something else. I can't remember. So I was like, I'm so excited. This is an episode I want to watch so you can stream it. And I was like, this is awesome. You have to, that's the one episode you have to buy. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's, I think it's because Tia and Tamara are in it and they probably have their own like, you know, all the things they make money from. And that's probably one of them. So I didn't get to watch it, but I was watching, are you afraid of the dark? And they really had really different plot lines of things. I mean, it was basically, it's our show. It's (laughs) one story after another and they're all different and they're all unique like i don't know i thought it was kind of cool we should call we should call our podcast are you afraid of the dark like we're officially <laughs> changing it yeah <laughs> it'd be a good name i've been watching that and then i've been watching the old unsolved mysteries oh, and they actually cool. have so much more on that than i remember yeah they have a lot of like missing people from war and oh. like them showing up later yeah uh it's pretty cool um i remember seeing i think unsolved mysteries about like two people that were the same person like they they were passing each other and they both stopped and they looked at each other Uh and i think that they were like oh my god 
we're twins. We're the same person. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know if they tried to exchange contact information, but they never were able to reunite again after that. But it was oh. a weird thing where they just, I think that they were two soldiers and they saw each other at the train station and then they never saw each other again. Apparently we all have. So there's the other thing about doppelgangers is people have just changed the term or it's been reinvented because now Mm -hmm. we refer to a doppelganger as someone who looks like us. But allegedly, allegedly we all have somebody in the world who looks just like us. Mm -hmm. But it's not supposed to be. Yeah, you've met yours. I didn't meet her. I just just saw saw each other. Well, she didn't see me, but I saw her. She was in, she was like a college student in, in, well, I assume she was a college student, but she's, she was in Denver and it was a younger version of myself, but it was so fucking weird. Yeah. Even her mannerisms, like whenever I laugh, I I pull my head back like, (laughs) you know, she did the same exact thing. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen yours. I've never seen mine. Mm. I've seen my boyfriend's. I saw his whenever we were in Japan. I don't know if you remember. I don't. We were on one of the, we were, it wasn't a base, but it was where a a lot of Americans went to shop. I don't remember what it was called. Mm -hmm. We were there and he had just gotten his haircut and he'd walked out and like I did a triple, like where I kept looking (laughs) back and I was like, did did like I was like did he follow me here and like (laughs) he's in disguise like it was so fucking creepy for me and he looked at me and didn't recognize me but I was like that's fucking Mike like that's him oh my god like I thought it was him it was so bizarre but I I've seen his and he was in he's an American in the military and he happened to be well he's in Okinawa I guess not Japan um but I've never seen mine I've looked for mine on an app. Yours is the woman from Pen15. Oh my God, yeah. We're very <laughs> similar. It's crazy. Yeah. We're very similar. Because mm-hmm. um, I think she even does this thing. Yeah. That I do. Yeah. I do a, what do we, how um, Mr. Burns holds one hand up <laughs> and it's kind of like real limp. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. Like elbow pulled in to to ribs, uh-huh. um, aimed up, and then the the hand loosely, wrist bent. Yeah. yeah, the wrist bent down. Yeah, I don't know what it's about. I don't know why I do that. I think you explained it perfectly with Mr. Burns. Okay. <laughs> like I th- I think that everybody can visualize that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it since I was a kid. There's a picture of me on the soccer field where I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I should be playing soccer, but I'm standing there like that just watching. You're <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. Um, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Well, I guess it's been a while since we've done it. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Um, yes. If you have a story that you would like us to read... Um, or share with other people, please send it in and you can send it to, I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll be happy to share your story with others. Mm-hmm. Yes. And subscribe, rate and review us. And if you give us a review, please give us a nice review. Um, take a snapshot of it and send it to our email address with your physical mailing address. And we will mail you some stickers. If you just want some stickers, mm-hmm. you can ask and we will send them to you as well. Yes. And uh, thank you for listening, everybody. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess until next. Oh wait, we'll do a we'll do a live show next time. Yeah, I think we talked about that last episode, and we didn't do it. But things have just been kind of hard for our, our schedule wise for us to get together and do it. So yeah, we'll give you more of a advanced notice of when we're going to do that. We'll just we'll just have to like make the time. Yeah, we're just gonna have to do it. We're just gonna have to do it. Y'all. It's just been difficult. Life is it difficult. Has. Life's hard sometimes. Yeah. But anywho, until next time. Bye. Bye.